Hey everyone, William Miranda with Miranda Real Estate Group, and I'm here with the Live with the Leader podcast. And today we have Miss Christine Serafini. Hello, Christine. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I've been wanting to get you on one of these podcasts for a while. I know we took a break for a couple of months, um, Mm -hmm. but uh, you've had a lot of great things uh, going on over the last couple of years. And I know you just hit a huge, huge milestone, career milestone uh, of just crossing that 500 homes sold. Uh, number. And that's a huge milestone. So congratulations. Thank you very much. It's a little, it it definitely is empowering. And um, looking back at the 18 years of business and really understanding where it ramped up and where it was, was down. I I definitely understand where my business, what my business was doing at any given year. And the last five years has definitely been the best. Yeah. I mean, the last five years, I think uh, knowing you and, and having you here at Marine Real Estate Group, you really locked it in. Uh, I know we're going to talk about that on a podcast, so I'm not going to uh, take any of that thunder away, but mm-hmm. uh, you really focus in, uh, you found your why. And uh, mm-hmm. and, I, and I know it's a, it's a uh, building a business uh, that you have in process, right? There's no thing where, okay, I'm set. Everything's working the way I want it to work. Uh, it's always a moving target and uh, you've done a great job with that. But before mm-hmm. we jump into that, uh, just for some that may or may not know who you are, I just want to hear a little bit of background uh, as to you know how you even got into to real estate, maybe a little bit mm-hmm. about your background before real estate. Yeah. Well, like um, I just said, I've been a realtor for 18 years. Uh, prior to real estate, I was actually a bartender. Mm-hmm. I was an account representative at a um, hospital facility. And then I was also a program manager assistant at uh, General Electric in Schenectady. Had my children, had my two children, and then it was time to buy a house. And you personally were the realtor that I found. (laughs) And um, you helped us buy our first home for my family. And in that conversation of buying a home, you you asked me the question, have you ever thought of working in real estate or being a realtor? And I honestly, this is the story. I never thought of it. But once you asked the question, I could never stop thinking about it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember masterminding and it's like, what does a realtor do? What is, what's involved? You know, and I had just got done with the process and I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. So definitely with your help and inspiration and motivation, I went and got my license with my two little ones and working full time and became a realtor. Yeah, I remember that. And I remember out showing uh, properties with your husband, Joe, and just being out mm-hmm. there. And uh, we were somewhere in the woods somewhere. I remember. Yep, scary. Yeah, it was a beautiful <laughs> view. And we're sitting on that back deck. Remember, it was a huge back deck. I remember like, yeah. I can't believe it was 18 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, why I said that is because, um, you know, back then even, you know, you, you knew what you wanted. Um, you were able to identify a lot of the different things in a home, uh, mm-hmm. what you wanted, what you didn't want. And uh, mm-hmm. just the way you conducted yourself, I said, you know, you'd be a great real estate agent. And I was sincere about that. And, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, here we are 18 years later uh, and you're in a, probably the top 1% of agents nationwide uh, as far as production and as far as, you know, all you've been able to accomplish uh, in real estate. So congratulations. Thank you very much. So let's talk about just early on. I mean, what, you know, thinking back, I know you had a lot of different struggles that you had getting into the business. You weren't exactly full-time, you were doing some mm-hmm. part-time, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. you just said, and alluded to that the last, what, five or six years, really what, where you really focus in and that have had your biggest gains. But maybe for those that are just getting into the business right now, uh, maybe can identify with some things that you struggled with early on. In mm-hmm. this business. 
I think early on um, when I did start and actually a week from today will be 18 years. It's so funny that it's just so close to that. But early on, I was working full time at General Electric, knew that I could facilitate some real estate business part time because I was being told that you could do it part time and you can. Um, It wasn't a big why for me to make this a big um, challenging career. I had my two little ones. They were three and one. From a new agent perspective, I believe I became a new agent again five years ago. So I had that 13 years of part-time, full-time, part-time, full-time, was able to be with my my kids. I was a PTO mom. I was the baseball mom, the softball mom. You know, my husband and I were very involved in our kids' um, activities. And I kept the license, never wanted to let go, did some business here, did some business there. Well, five years ago, my daughter's getting ready to go to college. And has decided where she's going and what she's going to do. And that's great. And my big why became um, more of a financial contribution that I wanted to make. And understanding over the past 13 years, real estate can be anything you want it to be. You can make as little or as, as much as you want but you have to put forth the effort. Mm -hmm. So five years ago, I'll say I began a new, to be a new agent again. Um, And I had to get back to the basics, get into a a training program with mentors and accountability and say, this is what I want to do. This is the business I want this year. And where, how am I going to get there? So new agents have a plan, have a plan, whether it's a dollar amount, whether it's the number of buyers and listings you want, have a plan and then dive deeper into that plan to make yourself accountable to get there. Yeah, that's great advice. I think a lot of times they get into this business and um, I heard it on a, um, was actually one of the uh, calls today that, um, oh, why am I drawing a blank on that? Clubhouse. It was Clubhouse. Was oh, like, Clubhouse. I haven't been on in a long time because it Me neither. <laughs> you just sucked your time. Uh, but it was, um, they had some breakfast, you know, welcome to real estate or good mm-hmm. morning real estate. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. And on there, she said that, um, you know, as an agent coming into this business, like you have to be well-equipped, well-trained, you know, like you got to have a good plan or you're going to fail in this business. Mm-hmm. You can't just wing it. You can't just come in. Uh, maybe I'll go to training. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll, you know, mm-hmm. wake up and, and go to work today. And it, and what she said was that, you know, you want to come in um, like you have a Ferrari, right. And, and you have to train to be able to drive and know how to drive a Ferrari. If you're going to be, mm-hmm. doing that. and mm-hmm. then you have a, a Ford, uh, or, or what do they call that? Fiat, not, not a, I was going to say Fiesta, but it was a, is it a Ford Fiesta? Ford Fiesta. Yes. Yeah, she was, she was <laughs> using that. She goes, you know, you see the two different things. Like those are really easy to drive versus a Ferrari. Like we having a real estate business is that Ferrari, right? We, mm-hmm. we have to make sure that when we come in that we're serious because we're taking, um, you know, people's lives at stake, right? Yeah, absolutely. We need to make, make sure that we're on our game. So uh, you're right. You got to have a plan. And that's definitely something that uh, is, is, I think great advice for someone. But let me mm-hmm. ask you something. And I know you kind of alluded to it before. What was the turning point? Like, what do you feel the turning point in your career was? And I know you said, you know, obviously now I got to get busy and I have yeah. why. Uh, but what, what, would you say that was your turning point and, and what made that different for you going into that? I think I, I dove deeper into my why mm-hmm. and what was really important to me. Um, I also wanted personal success. I think as much as I think about my family and who's around me and who I wanted to support financially, mm-hmm. I think I was ready for myself 
to have that personal success. Right. I, I was ready to push myself. I was ready to show what do I have inside that I can not only help other people, but help myself achieve the success that I wanted. You know, I, I, I went to college. I went one year to college. I was very, um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do and got, you know, just made that bad decisions. I wasn't a bad kid. I just wasn't in college for the right reason. And then I kind of hem and hawed about what was Christine Serafini going to do in her life? Definitely wanted to be a mother and a wife. I was already there, that success, but what, what professional success did I want? So my why became about providing to my family and achieving the success that I wanted in my life. And then also having my children see me hopefully as a role model of what I was doing, that if you work hard, the consequence is always, it, it's always a good one. You know, you get that, you know, you, you get that feel of success and that feel of success for me empowers me more, not to be more at the top, because if I can do this, I can do that. Yeah. So that's what I'm always, you know, achieving. Well, you're doing a great job. Uh, I met, uh, I had a fortunate opportunity to uh, not meet. I've met your kids uh, many years ago, but um, mm-hmm. Uh, spent a little time with them just over the last uh, few months, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've done an amazing job with them. They're both hard workers. Uh, they're both mm-hmm. successful in what they're doing. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, it definitely shows. So um, yeah, great job. I mean, it's definitely mm-hmm. working, but I know you have a lot more uh, uh, runway uh, for sure. Yeah, uh, absolutely. What you're trying to do. So let me ask you something. So I know time management and we talk about that and we already know that that's so important uh, to do that. But what what's a typical day in a life of Christine Serafini look like? I mean, how do you, how do you sell, you know, 80 plus homes? I mean, close to hundred mm-hmm. homes uh, that you're going to be, you know, probably shooting for this year. I mean, what's a day in a life look like? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, always showing up to work every day. Okay. Um, you can have personal things happen in your life, but there's a, your business is always moving and having a good support system, but a, a typical day getting up, um, reacting to may to things that I need to react to right away, whether it's current deals in progress or someone that's waiting for an update from me on a market analysis, always getting those phone calls and emails in right away in the morning. If, if, because your morning all of a sudden goes away so quickly and then other chain of events happen during the day, you don't get to those priorities. So make sure you get your priorities done in the morning. And that's communicating with current clients and in the no, in the now business, whether it's vendors, whether it's banks, attorneys, get that done. Um, also, if I'm, I'm always looking at my pipeline. Okay. I'm always looking at number one, what buyers are looking on my website and what searches do I have? Who's acting? Who's, is there something right now that I need to react to get an appointment? always keeping open lines of communication with my current buyers because of the volatile market we're in for them. I want them to be at that home if it matches their criteria right away. So react to buyers right away. That's a typical day right now. Following up with listing leads and what listings I have in my pipeline and how we're preparing to get those homes ready to go on the market. Um, And then I, I would honestly say going on appointments, coming back, having to, you know, that's it. The priority things need to get done in the morning and always being in touch with your current buyers and your pipeline listings. Don't let them forget that you're, you know, don't let them forget you. 
Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was jam packed with a lot of great info and, and, and you're right. I mean, it's, it really just comes down to communicating, having a plan in place where every morning you mm -hmm. get up, uh, eat that frog, right? It, it, mm -hmm. Some of us don't want to go through all what you just mentioned. Um, sometimes you just want to get to those emails and get to, you know, out in the field. Uh, but it's important, right, to have that stuff done because if you don't do or if you don't have good communication with your clients, um, so you did all of that work to get them to the to be clients, and then mm -hmm. if you just, you're not going to get that repeat and referral business, right? You're not going to mm -hmm. get them to be able to put their name to you uh, because mm -hmm. you just dropped the ball to, throughout the service. So mm -hmm. that's a tough thing to do, and I think that um, you do a great job with that for sure. Um, Let's talk about um, business now. I mean, you, you talked about a lot of different things, you know, buyers coming in, you got sellers coming in um, and, and you talked about, you know, what's important. I always said that the four things that we really get paid for as real estate agents is one prospecting, right? And making sure we're following up on our leads, going mm -hmm. on listings, work with buyers and then negotiations. Um, but as far as lead flow back to you or, or, or your silos of business that you're creating, what would you say, you know, I could say new or, or experienced agents, but if you had an agent that was out there that was struggling, uh, what should be their focus on? And just keep it maybe to two or three things that they really should be focused on to continually have business coming in the door. Mm -hmm. First of all, identify a list. Identify a list of people that you know, and don't just write them down. Put them in either a spreadsheet or a database that you're using that you can, when you have something to communicate about real estate or talk about real estate, you can get it to them first. That's your nucleus, okay? We have to create that top of mind for a new agent. You need to let people know that you are a realtor, you're surrounding yourself with professionals and building your foundation of your business and that if anyone was thinking of buying or selling, you would appreciate them thinking of you. That's really important. You have to, even 18 years in the business, I want to do that. Um, I always want to be that, you know, I want to be the agent that people call, not just to buy or sell, ask a question, you know, what, what is the process? Are there homes for sale right now? Is this the right time for me? How do I sell? So it's about being that professional and that authoritative figure in real estate. Um, so having, having the database, having get involved in the trenches. So whatever brokerage you're with communicate and work with other agents in the office, reach out to inspectors, reach out to lenders, introduce yourself. You have to always be meeting and introducing yourself to people because that, that center of influence is great, but you have to expand it. And you want them to know that you're constantly learning and wanting to be the person that they think of when they think of real estate. So those lenders, the inspectors, the attorneys, very important to be, um, and your agents around you, you know, work with them and communicate them, work on your dialogues. Dialogues are huge um, and surround yourself with that empowerment. Yeah. And you do a great job with that. I mean, I, I know you've done a lot of different things where you've done interviews, uh, interviewing actual vendors, lenders, mm -hmm. attorneys, mm -hmm. those type of people and helping them grow their business as well. Um, you've had, I know you've had mixers where you just had vendors come to mixers, mm -hmm. getting them all together. So, you know, these are all little things like people just think that you just, you know, show up and, you know, you're going to sell all kinds of homes. You've planted a lot mm -hmm. of seeds, right? You've been that mm -hmm. farmer planting all those seeds over the last mm -hmm. four or five years, six years, and now mm -hmm. it's all come to light. So it does take time uh, to do that for sure. 
And I think it's something that, um, you know, you've done very well in it. And obviously you're, you're seeing the rewards of that. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk real quick about social media. Cause I know social media has been important. Uh, I know doing video has been very important. I remember, um, you know, I always kind of bust on you a little bit about your first video that, <laughs> that you did and how serious you were and how dark it yeah. was in the room. And, um, but then after that, it's like, now it's like, you know, you just get on video and, and you just shoot mm-hmm. those things off. But mm-hmm. uh, you talked about being top of mind and communicating to your client list and everything else. And, um, you know, we always say that people want to see evidence of success. And I think you've mm-hmm. done that very well uh, mm-hmm. with social media and using video. Maybe you just talk a little about that of what you felt uh, or how important that is. So using video and also using social media mm-hmm. uh, to stay top of mind. It's definitely another, um, another way you keep top of mind. Um, it's not about how you look, where you are, but what is the message that you want to get through to people in that video? What What is it that you want to talk about? Are you at an open house? Do you want to showcase that you're here one to three? Is it um, five things a buyer needs to know when their offer is accepted, what we're going to do? You can do a video, you know, a quick video, but there's always some message um, that you want to get across and attract to the consumer to anybody on Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram, but what, what is my goal? What is the purpose of this? And, you know, that it's a message that not only just for the video and that time that you're seeing it, and it's not about the likes, but it's there for, for a long time, unless you delete it, it can always be referred back to. And it's, you know, they say a, a video is worth a million words. It doesn't even, I, I think something like that, that I've heard from you, I'm, I'm not quite sure, but I know the content of that video is more important than how we look or what we're doing. Sometimes that attracts more, I guess, but really is like a blooper. You may really get a lot of, uh, you might get a lot of likes and a lot of shares with that, but it consider what is the message? What's the message that you want to get across? Maybe you just went through a training and you just learned, you know, top five new ways to market a home for sale. And you want to share that, get on video and and share that. Let people know that you're learning and you're growing your business to be better for them. Yeah. And it's so true. You know, like little things like that, little tidbits or little tips, I think are the best. Uh, We get a lot of great uh, engagement with that. And people mm-hmm. want to be educated. And that's one of the things that, um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I failed to say earlier is that you're big on educating the clients mm-hmm. and when this whole thing, and I don't want to bring it up with COVID and all that stuff, because, you know, I don't want to uh, date ourselves. That was years ago. I know right? that was a long time. Yeah. Felt like that. <laughs> but, you know, you jumped right on the wagon and just started getting on video and educating and educating and educating. And people really mm-hmm. appreciate it. Your engagements were up and you were just giving them knowledge and just being, you know, who you were educating on is it safe to sell what they need mm-hmm. to do, et cetera. And it gave them a lot of comfort of knowing that, you know, when you go on video and you're bringing that type of knowledge to the table, you're putting yourself out there as the authority in the marketplace, right. Mm-hmm. As the authority, mm-hmm. authority figure for real estate, the mm-hmm. expert, right. Mm-hmm. And also a celebrity because at what they see on social media, uh, you know, they're, lo- they're watching all these influencers out there. They're watching all these uh, mm-hmm. uh, now YouTube TV and all these other things that are out there. So they're going to watch you and they're going to listen and they're going to learn. And when it comes time to buy or sell, or if they know of someone looking to buy or sell, they're going to pick you. So uh, I think you hit it right on the head. It's really just communication and uh, making sure that you uh, stay in touch with people. Oh, it was um, 1.8 million words for so every minute of video. Every, every minute. minute. 
Yeah. yeah. And I, I think, you know, giving that message, you're feeding a need. You're going to, oh, whatever that message is, there's always going to be somebody looking for that information. So I think we have to consistently as realtors feed the need. No, absolutely. Uh, I know you do a great job. Uh, we talked about it kind of already with, with other agents and playing nice in the playground, I think as professionals, um, you know, into mm-hmm. this business. Uh, you have a great uh, rapport with a lot of the mm-hmm. agents that I talk to at different mm-hmm. companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I bring your name up to them, oh, I had a great transaction with Christine or mm-hmm. you know, she's doing well or whatever, but they, they know who you are and you, and you have that. Um, how important is it that agents play nice in a sandbox? I mean, what's it's the, huge. Yeah. What's maybe shed a little light on that. Yeah. And especially with the market that we're in right now, we're in um, a very competitive, we want our buyers offer to win, right? We need to have such good communication with the agent on the other side. Um, you know, you may have a troubling transaction or something that's really tough that, you know, that agent's working for their client. I'm working for my client and we might be battling a little bit, but at the end of the day, this, hopefully this transaction will close and I'm going to see you on another deal. And you always have to remember that, you know, I want, I want to be able to be respected just as I want to respect everyone else. And it's really important. The easier the agents can work together, um, the smoother the transaction too. And the buyer or seller don't need to know about that. We just know, you know, we need to have good communication. We, we both are working for each of our clients and we have to respect that. The biggest word I think is we just have to respect each other as agents. We're both trying to get to the same finish line, to the same table. And let's just, let's just work together. You know, it's all about ethics and credibility. Let's just be mindful of that. So true. So true. Mm-hmm. And I think we have so many agents coming into the marketplace. Actually, I saw an article this morning that said there's actually more agents in the country than there are homes for sale. That's how bad. Yeah. It is. But uh, but so many people are getting into the real estate business and they have been over the last two or three years because they see it as just being just you know, wow, this is just so easy to do. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, a lot of them don't come with the uh, ethics or integrity that they should. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's so important to make sure that uh, we don't get wrapped up in some of those conversations or, um, you know, we talk about all the time, the, the uh, emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. we have to stay true to what we're doing. And it's so important that you keep those relationships with people uh, in a positive light, because you never know when you're going to be on the other side of a deal and you're going to want the same, you know, uh, respect. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, right. Uh, on a deal. So. Yeah. All right. A couple more things on here. I had just written a few things. I know technology is so important and there's some people that are afraid of technology. Uh, Education is another big one, but I think it's, um, you know, you've always said the same thing is that, you know, you educate yourself a lot. You're out there seeking all these different things and bringing stuff Mm -hmm. into your business. Uh, What can you, what can you say about education, how important that is? Because I think some agents don't realize how important being involved in training, going to training classes, mentoring, masterminding, all those different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what can you say about that? You have to have that in your in your calendar. Um, just because you 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 have you are licensed doesn't mean that you know all tricks of the trade or you don't need to be empowered by other people or surround yourself with other people to get maybe one extra nugget of the day or some one liner that you you know could really help you maybe close a deal. Um, I think when you first become an agent, you definitely, you know, going back to that, those top three things, you need to decide, are you going to be transactional or are you going to be career agent? Mm 
And I think you need to know that if you want to be successful, you need to be that career agent. And that career agent is not only going to do the number of deals and have so many buyers and so many listings, but they're going to be training and engaging in training at any time that they can. And they need to understand that whatever brokerage they're with, they need to go to training. They need to engage. They need to ask questions. They need to share stories. Um, That is going to empower them to become that career agent as well. Yeah, so true, right? Green and growing. Got to always be green and growing, no matter how many years. There's, you know, some people are going to be listening to this that might have been in the business so far 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. You got to still get engaged. You still have to show up to training uh, no matter what. Even if you think you know what the topic is, you're always going to pick something up. Mm-hmm. And it's always changing. The real estate transactions and the business is always different. I mean, God, look at the last year that we had. What became more what became more um, important to talk about was safety. Right. We have never raised, you know, we can still sell your home successfully, but we're going to do it safely around the COVID guidelines and to make sure that no one is, you know, we can't guarantee exposure or anything like that, but this is how we're going to do it. And, um, you know, even social media, people, agents that were agents 10 years ago, we didn't have, yes, social media was there, but it's not as powerful as it is right now. And what a great tool in your toolbox that there's still plenty of agents that aren't doing it. And that's fine. It may not be, um, you know, maybe they're exiting out or it's just not a pillar that they're interested in exploring. But the new agents, you just have to make sure that that one pillar is their social media that wasn't there 10 years ago. So real estate is definitely as a realtor, always evolving. And you definitely need to keep yourself in the know and feed your need for what you need to be successful. I definitely believe that. Yeah, well said, well said. All right. Well, that leads me to uh, the last question here, which is, you know, what's next? What's next for Christine Serafini? Mm-hmm. What do you see the next, you know, five, 10 years uh, here in your career? Uh, what, are you, what are you gonna do? What are you looking to do? I, and that's, you know, after finishing 2020 this year, um, you know, 80, 82 closed and 19 pending. I hit that 100 not closed, but that was a goal of this year, um, of last year, actually. I look, now it's 2021, okay, new decade. I've been looking and soul searching a lot. I'm not getting younger, um, but I'm empowered to share. I'm empowered to assist. So I also, I'm still empowered to learn. So we've had a transit. We're going to have maybe a little shift in the market here. And it's making me do business a little bit differently, digging deep for buyers and being a better buyer's agent. But what I I see myself um, just sharing more, um, you know, right on the little notebook wish list is definitely um, maybe, uh, I don't know, coaching. The word coaching does come to mind. Um, The word uh, empowering other people um, to be better realtors, to maybe dive deeper in what they want, or to share experiences that I've had and maybe lessons learned that maybe they won't have the same, make the same mistake. I can't make, you know, we're not going to make everyone perfect. Um, I also have been working on a digital book, that just for buyers and sellers, you know, you feel like you do 18 years of business, you've done so many transactions, you have some things to share. Um, I definitely have that in my future. Definitely don't see myself leaving the business anytime soon. I'm really empowered by it still and still love working with buyers and sellers and meeting new people and empowering them to handle one of the biggest transactions 
of their life. That's really important to me. So um, just continuing doing what I'm doing, I guess, and uh, maybe sharing a lot more with other people. Well, you're definitely a sharer. You're always giving out great nuggets. And I think giving back, uh, Chris, it's, you know, we talk about the law of reciprocity a lot. And I think you're at Mm -hmm. that point. Sounds like you're, you've been that right along, but even more so now where you really appreciate how much you've learned from other people in the business, not just, not just within our company or in our brokerage, but uh, throughout the country. Right. And you see Mm -hmm. uh, people that are bringing, you know, new stuff to the table and you've learned a lot and, and applied it to your business. And I think uh, over time, it comes to a point where now it's maybe your time to give back, right? Give back. Dealing that, and mm-hmm. you do get a lot of knowledge from it. And it's not all about the money or anything like that. It's about mm-hmm. the way we feel. And we really get empowered by watching other agents take their business, you know, from a very small little uh, mm-hmm. seed that I was talking about and then growing mm-hmm. it into this uh, successful business. So uh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. You're, you want to make a last comment on that? Um, no. Yeah. And I think that's exactly it. I want to, I want, I want to, I guess, water the seeds for people and help them grow their business. You know, I really, I think I really, I'm really finding that the more I write, the more I try to figure out what is the next five years for me. I think I do want to um, share stories and empower people that they can do it and they need a plan. Um, they need to be accountable and they need to surround themselves with like-minded people. And it's, it's proven with me. And it, I, I can say it works. So if I can share it and um, help people out there, I would just love to do that. All right. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for mm-hmm. giving back. I know you give a ton of uh, nuggets to our agents internally. You're always there to help them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I hear, I hear the comments all the time. You're a role model to so many agents. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we're lucky to have you here at Miranda Real Estate Group. So thank you so much for. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. So I hope you enjoy uh, listening to this uh, podcast with Christine Serafini and myself. And um, if you have any questions, uh, any questions for Christine, uh, Christine directly, just reach out to us, shoot us a quick email. Uh, We'd be more than happy to help you. Uh, What also I wanted to say is that we also have a a great 24 week free course that we give out uh, called the Blueprint Classroom. Uh, And you can go to blueprintclassroom.com and it's 24 weeks of just great information uh, that we have from uh, lead generation to working with buyers, sellers, lead conversion, uh, mm-hmm. right on to the reper- uh, repeat and referral business. Uh, Christine's been part of that. Actually, Christine, you're doing one of our classes this week on yeah. the, the buyer presentation. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's good info. So I uh, hope you guys may just go to blueprintclassroom.com. You can register there for free. Uh, and with that, thank you so much. And great. Ha- let's, let's, uh, I was, as I always say, let's go get them this week. Thanks, Willie. Thank you.